0: But it was more. There's
1: more to it. It's
0: more to it. I needed like I needed that next level. I had plateaued, you know, yeah. you can say that in life I was like plateaued. I, I was guess, just yeah. cruising or whatever. So um I really thought it out. I prayed about it, mm. definitely. And just like you know, I jumped out that window.
1: Thomas Roach, Director of Marketing with Senior Life Insurance Company. We're at the home office in Thomasville, Georgia, and of course, we are all fired up. Today, we have a very, very special guest on the podcast, the wonderful, the beautiful, the amazing Kiki from South Florida. Kiki, what's going on?
0: Nothing much. Thank you for that (laughs) awesome introduction. No
1: problem. You doing okay today?
0: Yes, I'm doing very well.
1: So you've been visiting us this past uh, week or whatever for our recent leadership conference. How did that go for you this week?
0: Oh, it was amazing. Like... uh, I'm super fired up of all the opportunities and everything that um, was shared actually with my group, all the, you know, the mindsets, everybody's on the same track and the same goals, so... We're ready to go for the next three months.
1: So, is it difficult for you because everybody knows the home office is located in Thomasville, Georgia, is not quite the bustling metropolis that Miami might be? <laughs> so, what's it like going from such a fast-paced city to coming in and relaxing with us?
0: I love it here. You love it? Yes, I was born and raised in Miami, so to drive 15 minutes to the home office mm. is amazing. Like yeah. for you guys, that's like the best thing. I'm used to driving an hour to work, and that's good timing. Right. So no traffic. <laughs> like we even have make Jokes and at the light, and it's only right. like two cars. Like, oh, look at all this traffic.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: In Miami, you have traffic all day, every yes. day, 12 o'clock at night. Yes. Yes. traffic bumper to bumper
1: <laughs> definitely so I
0: love the slow pace here
1: we are definitely happy that you came here uh, you've been with us with the company for uh, a year and some change now yes. and even maybe six months into it you already had made the sc- the cover of the scoop like it was pretty quickly yeah. um, a lot of agents you know it might take a little bit longer to do that but in just a very mm-hmm. short period what did that mean to you when you made it to the cover
0: oh it meant everything I was like like I just still sometimes I look at the picture and I'm like oh I was
2: on that cover <laughs> yeah
0: and um, just to have, uh, I even had an agent today. She was like, oh, can you autograph my, my scoop magazine? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to seeing you again. And I'm like, again, like, you wow. know, nothing <laughs> that's enough. Right. So she's like, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you again. So
1: that's, that's really awesome. It's really,
0: it's, it's great.
1: You've been, you've been doing very well. You've, you've done a considerable amount of production every single month uh, and have had a good amount of success with the company so far. Yes. But uh, just kind of thinking from the, your history and your life, things weren't always so easy. Um, I believe that you actually, mm-hmm. as a child, grew up in the projects in Miami. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Um, I believe the projects are quite famous uh, yeah. to a degree that you lived in. Uh-huh. But what was that like growing up?
0: Um, well, growing up, uh, my family pretty much are, you know, pretty some pretty good people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you say my last name in our hoods, they're like, oh, you know, those are the little short, nice people.
2: Okay. Because we're all short. <laughs> okay.
0: But um, just growing up there, I just... Like, you know, it it wasn't bad, but like cuz I never knew really how bad it was cuz I was, you know, inside the hood pretty right. much. But once um of course when I got older, my mom uh married and we ended up purchasing a house and moving like, you know, to a middle-class neighborhood and that's when I noticed like, oh, I was living in okay. the hood. It was yeah. a little different the
2: atmosphere, Yeah, it yeah. was
0: totally different. Like, you know, my parents still live in the same house over 30 years, but you know, before then, I didn't realize, um, you know, how it was. But I always knew I was different pretty much. And, um, you know, just with the friends I had and just the way my family was, like the way they raised us. Like, you know, I always did things a little different from Mm -hmm. a lot of my friends from the neighborhood. So now even when they see me, like actually I see some of them that's on the street,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: like, you know, they're homeless or, or different things like that. Um, like, you know, they're like, oh, we always knew you were going to do whatever. Mm. And I'm like, really? Like, you know, you always was the good girl. And I didn't uh-huh. I didn't think that, but, <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know, they did. But I definitely didn't want my my daughters, you yeah. know, not saying like, you know, I, and sometimes I do wish they had that experience because right. now they're so spoiled. Right. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> right. you know, like, oh, they live in the hood. <laughs> like, And I'm like, that was the, my best days. Yeah. Like, you know, that's where... I got my balance pretty much because I did both. So, you know, it's it, it made me who I am Definitely. pretty much. That's why I'm pretty much
1: average. Where do you how do you attribute your drive and um everything that you've accomplished? What do you attribute that to because Uh, that kind of environment sometimes isn't conducive to having a lot of success for Mm -hmm. a number of reasons. And a lot of Mm times the people from that area, it's not necessarily their fault that they're in that situation Mm or that they continue Mm -hmm. and they get stuck in that area. But in order to come out, you really have to push hard to come out of that environment. So what do you attribute that to?
0: Um, definitely my daughters Mm -hmm. and, um, I had my first daughter when I was 19. Actually, I graduated at 17, but, like, you know. And what I did was um, my mom always, because she only had up to, like, a sixth grade education. Okay. So her main thing was for her three daughters to graduate, like, Mm. you know. And once we graduated, she was like, okay, y'all can do whatever y'all want. Like, you know, (laughs) y'all got past where I did. So me, I felt like I had to set another bar for my daughters. Mm. either Like, you know other than just getting past the 12th grade. And I do have um, college experience and everything. Um, and I have a degree. But I just wanted my daughters to actually have that experience of, like, you know, living on campus right. and things like that. So I took the proper steps of, of course, my job. Right. And um, I started working with the government when I was 22 years old. Right. And I actually moved up the ranks from actually being an officer to being a, a lead to being um in, like, you know, getting a job into the payroll department mm-hmm. and then actually moving up the ranks and that to where my last position, I was actually running the payroll department for um, TSA Miami. Wow. So um, definitely it's my daughters that, right. that really drive me. And I just want to be an example for them to set another bar mm-hmm. for them to even go higher.
1: So that's obviously going to be your why, like we always talk about your why. Always. My two
0: girls, that's my why.
1: Definitely. They
0: are my whys.
1: But working for TSA and getting uh, to the point that you did to get promoted to where you were at, I mean, there's a lot of great things that come with that. It is a great job with great pay, benefits, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, So what would cause you or inspire you or drive you to come into the world of insurance and in final expense, you know, <laughs> not now with final expense, of course the opportunity is endless. Yes. But at the time you were doing very, very well. well. And you know, a lot of people I guess uh, see that as almost like a security net mm-hmm. to have that continuous pay and, and things. So to, to jump out the window and take that chance Shh. with your two kids, what what made you do that?
0: And look, it was, when I say the most uncomfortable thing I have ever Mm. done in my life. oh wow like I actually I'm a homeowner mm. and at the time when I jumped <laughs> I was actually like I had been in my house maybe a year and a half oh, wow. so I was a new homeowner. Wow. Um, my oldest daughter was in college like a year she had just finished her first year and then my younger daughter was starting middle school. And
1: so you, so you are a new homeowner with a kid going into college,
0: private college Mm -hmm. in
1: a private college. Yes. Now you're talking about making a career change, a
0: career change. And now you're
1: the most nervous you've ever been the most. So what made you, what made you move forward?
0: Okay. So it was the first, um, visit here Mm -hmm. and we sat down with Mr. Powell Mm -hmm. and, um, just to see that he's lot like we were there at his pool house and I'm just sitting there taking it in. Like we're at the CEO's, like, you know, his house, his pool house. Like right. when do you ever go, right? you know, to like, he has us here at his house. Like we're chilling out by the pool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I'm like, this, this can't be real. Yeah. So like, you know, that was just the first week. And literally um, we returned that Friday. Mm-hmm. Joanne and I were back here at home office on that Sunday. Oh, wow we paid our own trip yeah you know hotel everything we were like we got to get back there and we got to get back fast mm. and we came back and actually I I think I met all you guys I met Ken yeah. everyone and we stayed here for a week just to study and just to like you know see how these things are done now um Joanne had experience in the sales industry I've mm. never sold no. a cookie no. <laughs> <laughs> like you know right. nothing right. so like, you know, it was just totally new to me. Like, everything was... Like, I'm learning from scratch. Like, mm. you know, I, I was in my comfort zone for 16 years with TSA. Right. Like, right. you know, I can move all over the department. Like, you know, yeah. from everywhere. I can stop working in payroll and go back to the floor and work as an agent. Because mm. I've been there. I've been in all the different parts. Right. But this was, like, totally new. So... Mm. But when I came here that week and I spent time with um, Uncle Mitch, of course.
1: (laughs) Which we're going to talk a little bit more about in a minute.
0: (laughs) Uncle Mitch, Uncle Mitch, Uncle Mitch. Right. (laughs) So I spent time with him and his wife Mm -hmm. and, you know, Kat, um, Gareth, Mm -hmm. everybody. Like, we were all over the place. Uh, Bonnie and Aileen, Mm -hmm. like, everyone actually poured into us that week. We came here, like, every day Mm -hmm. and literally just studied every piece of senior life. Oh wow. And um, we returned back home after a week and that Sunday, honestly, I was trying to find every reason not to go back
2: to work. Oh wow. So, <laughs> it's like I'm sick.
0: Can I be sick? Let right. me think. How much sick time I got? Like, you know, I'm trying yeah. to figure out a way of getting out of this salary position. Right. Like, you know, and um by that Tuesday, I was just like, it's over. Like I can't mm. find no excuse. Right. Like, I just want this so bad, like, and I I really believe in this. Mm -hmm. I got to do it. Mm. And so that's exactly what I did. I gave them a call and I'm like, hey, um, I want to give you guys, um, notice that I'm not coming back. So they're like, okay, you're going to give us like a three months to replace you or whatever. (laughs) I was like, no, the most I can do is Friday. (laughs) I was like, the most I can do is Friday.
2: Yeah.
0: And, um, Even like the ladies in HR, I was like, really? Like, Mm. Kiki, you can't leave us. Like, (laughs) we're not going to even be able to give you a party. And I'm like, listen, y'all can just call me because now I work for myself. I can always come back. (laughs) Like, you know, it ain't no problem. You know, just make sure I can put you on my calendar now. So, and they really thought it was a joke. Mm. And literally that Friday I showed up, you know, to the HR office and they were like, "You're serious?"
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Like,
0: yeah, like yeah. still. Like they yeah. were like, "We thought you were playing." Well, okay, let us start this. They started typing up the paperwork. And I'm in there like, you know, printing out all my last emails, right. like, you know, all my paperwork I need. Right. And I was like, "All right, guys, I love y'all, but I'm out." Wow. Just like that? Wow. Just, like literally Like you know you With a government job You usually give them Like a two week notice yeah, Like you yeah, know yeah. Then a salary Like they have to Replace me yeah. But good thing Like you know I did have a partner there And um and he was hurt Like yeah. he was like Come on Kiki Like right. you know <laughs> <laughs> Right And even all my officers Everyone But I'm like Y'all I have to do this And the main reason Back again Is my why Is my children Right I needed to leave A legacy for them Absolutely And In the government, like you know, for my age at that time, I was uh 37, Mm -hmm. so I even looked into what my retirement would look like, Mm -hmm. and like you know, pretty much by then, it wasn't gonna be pretty much nothing. Right. Right. And so I I played, put all those factors into play. Like I did, do I just didn't jump up and leave, Mm -hmm. and um. I just was like, you know, I have to leave some for my girls. Like, I don't want them to go like me at 22 years old, get stuck in a job. Right. And then, like, it's the security blanket. Like, I couldn't... I I was miserable, honestly. I got very complacent, and I was miserable. I would literally just go there, and, like, the numbers and the things I would do, I can do it with my eyes Mm -hmm. closed.
2: Yeah. Like,
0: you know, and once you get to that point, you know... It's no more drive. Like, I would just walk in and just do whatever and, like, just walk go back out. Just
1: through the motions, basically. Yeah, just
0: going through the motions because yeah. I, I was getting the check. You know, right. if I was there, I was getting it. If I, I wasn't, I was getting right. it. Right. And that's easy. So a lot of people are like, why you just didn't stay? Because, you know, you still get paid. But it was more. There's more to it. It's more to it. I needed, like, I needed that next level. I had plateaued. You know, yeah. you can say that. In life, I was, like, plateaued. I, I was guess, just yeah. cruising or whatever. So, um I really thought it out. I prayed about it, Mm -hmm. definitely. And just like, you know, I jumped out that window. Definitely. So when
1: when thinking about, you know, your why, you know, the legacy is a big part, your financial legacy going Mm -hmm. on to your kids. Uh, I imagine being a single mother with two kids, it is hard doing that by yourself now. Sure, you said you had a great relationship with your parents, so I'm sure that they helped. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes a village, so I'm sure that other family members members helped. Uh But uh, when we were speaking off camera, Uh, I believe you said that you had to be at work at 4 a.m. and you had to actually leave the house around like 2 ish, which, you know, means you were already at work working before your kids were even going to school. Yes. So what is the freedom and flexibility now that you are your own boss and you can do and come and go as you need to? What does that mean to you?
0: That's everything.
1: Yeah.
0: That's everything to me because um, let's say my younger daughter, I didn't do a lot of things. You know, I could have. Like you know Took plenty of positions Mm -hmm. In other states But I had to leave And do training So I was pretty much Like you know Confined to My children Right So um Like you say I would I had to be To work at 4am Usually that's when The airport opens Mm -hmm. Well they're open 24 hours But flights start Moving around about 4 So um I was always like on a time schedule, yeah. like you know, always paying for a private bus, Private, like my youngest daughter was two years old taking a private bus to daycare. Oh wow straight illegal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> illegal. Right.
0: But like you know, the people they knew, like you know, yeah. she she good people. Like, yeah. you know, she she have to, you know. Right. So now having that flexibility is so crazy. Yeah. I take my baby to school every morning, my, right. my middle school daughter. We go to breakfast every morning. Right, I'm there to pick her up every afternoon. Like, you know, I when I book my appointments, I kind of gap, mm. you know, from 3 o'clock to 5 o'clock. I don't, like, you know, see anyone because I'm going to pick her up, right. grab her, like, you know, lunch, you know, get her home, get her settled, and then I right. can go back out. Right. And then just to think my other daughter's in Daytona. She can call me at any time, like, Mom, I want to come home for the weekend, and I could just... You know Jump in a car Four hours Grab her Turn back around And come right back Or I can stay Like you know And it's brilliant times Like you know You have to go And um, pack them up At the end Mm -hmm. of the year If I was still at um, A job Of course That's like Taking vacation time Or either I can't do it Or now I'm gonna Take a write up Because I took the time because I have to go get my daughter right so now it's just amazing to be able to do all kind of things even I get tasked by my sisters like you know um my daughter is you know she got a graduation day can auntie come like you know a tia they call me tia can tia come right I'm always there always there always there and even my parents they're getting older like my dad is retired Mm -hmm. but like you know now I swing by and just drop them off coffee in the morning right Like, you know, I'm always around Like, you know, I'm not too far (laughs) Like, you know, they'll just call like Okay, what area are you in today? Do you have any appointments? Can (laughs) you go do this? Like, you know, and it's amazing to be able to do that And I love that opportunity where I can offer that now To other mothers or, you know, that's that's an amazing thing to have that flexibility with schedules.
1: I will say why uh, Kiki was visiting. Uh, I know that the little time that we spent, I think you talked to your daughters like at least three or four times.
0: Oh yeah. Just right? in the, like a little <laughs> bit of time.
1: And that even include like FaceTime and everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we're I, I,
0: very close. Yeah. Yeah. We're very, those, those are my, my soldiers. And I actually, I'm a strong person mm-hmm. and I always like, Teach them to, like, you know, I want them to be stronger than me. And I yep. honestly am really tough on them. Right. Like, you know, and, and they probably, like, tell people, like, my mom's crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, they say it all the time. <laughs>
0: like, listen, don't play with my mom. She's right. crazy, like, You're or right. whatever. But I just want them, you know, to have that, that tough skin. And also I always tell them to stick together. Like, mm-hmm. even sometimes they gang up on me and I like it. Like I I like it Because like you know I'll just poke at them Like you know Mess with one Just to see if the other And Sometimes like Leave my sister alone I'm like Leave your sister That's my daughter Right right But (laughs) they do that And that's how I want them to be Absolutely Because like a part of that same legacy When I'm not here I want them to be able to, you know, still hold strong like their right. mother did throughout all this time. Right. And, you know, and to be able to do way more, you know, things than I was able to do.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing in, in senior life though, we always refer to it as a senior life family because yeah. we try to be as close as any professional family can be. Oh, um, we are
0: so close. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> tell
1: me tell me uh, about Mark.
0: Oh, Mark.
1: Tell me about Mark.
0: Mark. Mark is like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Let me stop. Oh, Mark. Yeah, I gotta give me a second. <laughs> take your time. Ding.
1: <laughs> no, you're fine, take your time.
0: He is amazing. Like, Mark. Mark had, like, he had been emailing me, and I never, like, paid him any mind. I was with another company, the other company before. Mm-hmm. And um, I just I just didn't pay attention to right. him, pretty much. And then, uh, and Joanne did the same thing. Like, you know, she continued to um, email me different companies, and I never looked at them. She'd shoot me emails mm-hmm. every day, like, Kiki, oh, my God. Look at this. You know how bubbly she is. Right. And I'm like, Joe, you sent me 50 yesterday. Right. And it's just, I don't know how, out of all the emails, looking at the senior life opportunity. And actually, I told you I was going to try to go and look and see which um, email it was that she sent me. Mm-hmm. But um watched the opportunity. Uh, then I, like, you know, us, our uh, generation, you go, you go straight to Facebook. If you right. want to prove something right. or you want to know <laughs> if it's legit, you right. go straight and search it in Facebook. Right. So I put it in Facebook and Mark popped up. Mm. And then, of course, you know, you go through the pictures and you're trying to like, who is this? Yeah. Like, who is that? Like, <laughs> right. you know, trying what they doing? guess yeah, like, yeah. that's, that's your investigation. <laughs> right. That's going to be your proof. Right. And actually, I run into, um, I see Ramon Frias. Yeah. And Ramon Frias is actually the person that um, brought me into the insurance business mm-hmm. with another company, and Mark was there or whatever. So um, I, I think I requested him, and then I DM'd him, mm-hmm. and then he hit me back like it was nothing. Right. And he hit Joanne back because i like I, I screenshot. I'm <laughs> right. like here, look at this dude. And then like you know I shot it to her, and then like you know we both DM'd him or whatever, and he hit us back. So I remember from that first day he called the same spirit he has now. Yes. Like I tell him all the time, you treat us like we're football players. Like, you know, <laughs> like we're in a locker room right. and it's every day. But he was like, that. he was fired up on the phone yeah. and he was like, Oh, I've been emailing you girl. And no. I'm
2: like, who is this dude? <laughs> like, and he's
0: like, then I go and I'm checking him out. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, he did email me. Right. So, um, from day one, we clicked like me, him and Joanne, We're like brothers and sisters, like literally we're family. Mm. And sometimes I feel bad, like I'm like, I think Sonya said, y'all stole my brother from me, but like we're really, really close. And we clicked from day one. And um, he's seen, like I tell him all the time, he's seen so much more in me Mm -hmm. than i see myself in myself. Mm. And I remember he always told me, I need you to continue to... um, jot down everything what's going on. He keep telling he has been telling me that since day one. Right. Kiki, jot jot everything down. This is gonna be a story. You're building a legacy. Like you know, he said he said, jot it down, write it down all the time. So, you know, I used to be like, oh like you know, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs)
2: Like you know
0: and and then he would be like um y'all need to get uncomfortable. Like you know, Mm. y'all y'all ain't doing nothing like you know how you get get uncomfortable, get uncomfortable. And I'm like, I am uncomfortable. This shirt is tight. Like, what you mean? It's hot outside. And he's like, no, get uncomfortable. Do something you never did before. And I'm like, okay, Mark. Okay. And like, I'm going to do it. Right. Tomorrow.
2: Right. Like,
0: like, get uncomfortable. Get, okay,
2: I'm going to do it next week.
0: And like, you know, it's always, that's how he's always, always, always. But this guy, man, he will pull the best out of anyone. Yeah for what he's done for me to change, like he turned me into a whole nother person. Something so small as, I remember I used to text him in the morning, like we text in the morning, and he used to say, great morning. And I used to just text him back, GM, right? Right,
2: right. And he's like, <laughs>
0: what does that mean, General Motors?
2: <laughs> so now,
0: honestly, I don't text, I've tried not to text nobody, GM. Right. I literally put great morning, or <laughs> right. good morning, amazing. <laughs> I don't put right. like, you know, GM. And just from the small things like that, that he, um, you know, he critiqued me or whatever, and to like he does it all the time. Right. He, you have to always be on your toes with this dude. Yeah. Because you never know, <laughs> you never know what where he's coming from with it. when he right. asks you certain questions. You know, you can't just quickly answer him. You right. have to really think about it because right. he's setting you up for something else. Mm-hmm. Or he's trying to see where your mind is at. Right. So I learned that with him, and then. Actually, like me and Joanne laugh all the time. When we first met him, we would tell him, oh, we're gonna do something in two weeks. And then he was like, why you can't do it in a week?
2: So we learned
0: that anytime time you tell him, and actually he's going to cut it down to half. Okay, so give so, him double. Yeah, so we learned, like, okay, we are, like, Joanne, how long is it going to take us to do whatever? going to take us a month. Okay, well, tell him two months because he's going to tell us a month.
2: Right.
1: You
0: know, we learned to work around him. He's going
1: to see this. You know that. I, oh,
0: sure.
2: <laughs> but,
0: you know, this dude have brought, I will say he have brought the best yeah. out of me. Definitely. The best. Definitely. In one year, out of 37 years, mm-hmm. he has brought the best out of me. Wow. Like, crazy. Like, yeah. it's it's crazy. Definitely. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. He, I thank him for everything. I text him all the time. He's like, oh, you got me all mushy. I'm like, you are <laughs> mushy. Like, you know, every time we have our moments. Right. And, um, like, you know, he's always... Pouring into us. Yeah. Like, like all the time. And, and I remember he used to tell me also too, when we first started, because, um, I'm the oldest of my mom's children. Right. And, you know, I'm the most headstrong, like, you know, so I run everything pretty much. Okay.
1: Well, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm boss lady, right? <laughs> right.
0: And my, my mom and my dad even called me that. My sisters, they're like, whatever. Right. Even my nieces and nephews, they're like, that's boss lady. But, um, He told me I had to be selfish. And at first I didn't understand. I'm like, no, like, you know, I do everything for my family. Like, you know, on the backbone, I do everything. He's like, no, you have to be selfish. You have to learn, like, you know, if if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't, um, you know, make sure you're good, you can't be good for them. Like, you know, and I never used to understand. I remember one day, like, crying to him, like, whatever. And he's like, I told you to be selfish. Mm. Be selfish. Right. Learn to be selfish. But like, you know, to us, like you know, growing up selfish mean like, you know, you don't care right. about no one else. But he always said, "Kiki, you have to put yourself first because, you know, if there's no you, then you right. c- you can't do anything." And when I when that light turned on, and I was like, "Y'all, oh, he's right." Like, you know, I have to take care of my health. And actually yeah. the first week that I um contracted, I got the flu. Yeah. And I had, like, the worst strand of the flu. I'd never been sick like that. Like, you know, you always hear people had a flu right. or whatever. Y'all, I was dog sick mm. and nobody really, like, you know, was able to come through. Right. Right? And I'm like, I'm always the one that's,
2: right. you know, this, yeah. this,
0: and that. And I was literally, like, you know, sometimes in that bed for, like, two, three days and mm. can't get out. Yeah. And, you know, and everybody would swing by when they could, you know. And with right. me, you know, I would drop everything at a dime to go, you know. Well,
1: if you're the one everybody's relying on. Yeah. It's different when the it's, tables are turned. It,
0: and I, that's, that's when I realized that in the, and I, and I like, you know, and he even said it, like, when you were sick, like, you know, who came to do whatever? And I'm like, you know, my sisters, they work, they have their own kids. Right. Like, you know, that's why I help out with them. And then they help out with me. Like, right. you know, and then my mom and dad, like, you know, they're helping out with my other sisters so I can't ask them. Right. But he was like, that's what I told you. You got to take care of yourself. Yeah. You got to stay healthy. You got to, you know, um, get a platform, like, you know, get get a solid ground. Like, you know, you have to do these things. And and that's what, what he instilled in me over those couple months, over the summer. Um, I had some rough times. Like, you know, of course, um, jumping out of that window. Right. And I tell people all the time that's I gained my wings on my way down. Oh
2: wow! Oh wow! Literally, <laughs> right. like
0: you know, do you yeah. get it? Like yeah. you 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 see it? And I literally I jumped out the window and I didn't I ain't have nothing but I gained those wings mm. and like you know, and it was crazy. Like mm. I remember the first day, like y'all, I was having anxiety attacks. Mm. Never heard like you know I heard of them, but. Literally, I was jumping out of my sleep in the middle of the night. Right. Like, oh, my God, I quit my job. Right? Like, you know, I would I would really, like, I can't believe. Like, did not have to, like, calm down, calm down, calm
2: down. Right. <laughs> it's only a job. Like, right, you know, you right. got
0: this, you got this. And, like, you know, I had, you know, good money in the bank. But, like, you know, of course, with not that much success coming into sales, like, you know, I had to learn the strategies. Right.
1: You're brand new to the game. It's brand all brand new. Brand new yeah. to the game. But yeah.
0: I loved it. Right. Cause um I didn't have a plan B.
2: Mm.
0: And I tell people a lot, um, I left my previous job for senior life. So what do I look like having a plan B? Right. Or scratching this after two months cause like you know it's not right. pumping like I thought right, it was. Right. And I'm like, I left my job for this, so this is all I got. There like got I have to make it work. And um, to explain it to my my daughters, like when I did it, like you know my my kids are pretty spoiled, y'all. Like y'all get to meet them, I have to bring them to home office. Right. I had to like the most bougie little daughters you could ever think. They're spoiled. Right. And um, and I just didn't want them to have that struggle or whatever. But it did. Some some days did get pretty hard. And you know I try not to let them see it. Like you right. know I didn't share with them. You know, the things that were going on in right. the background. I would keep it to myself. And, um, you know, one day my daughter had a, my younger daughter had an outburst, and it hurt me to, like, to the core.
2: Right.
0: Um, I think it was, like, Christmas or either around Thanksgiving, around the holidays. It was like she wanted to do something and something else. And I'm like, no, you have to make a choice. Hmm. They never had to make choices. They don't know about
1: choices. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, what? what's a choice? Right.
0: Like, you know, I usually get it all.
2: Right.
0: And she's like... Life was so much better when you worked at TSA. Mm. And I was like, really? Like, And then she realized, too. and She's like, no, ma, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, man. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and then I was like,
0: no, you really meant that, right? Mm. And then she's like, no, ma, like, you know. Right. Or whatever. So then I was like, don't worry. Like, you know, that's when I realized, like, Kiki, you got to kick this up another notch. Like, you know, right now you're just doing. Mm. Like, you know, we got to kick this up.
1: And One that, more and, notch. And huh? that you did. I mean, last month you did personal production of over 20,000 by yourself. Mm. And, you know, that's, we've talked about the past. We've talked about the recent stuff going on and then now the present. But let's talk about the future a little bit. Let's talk about um, mm-hmm. Joanne and let's talk about First Prestige. What is oh, what is that? Yeah. Tell me about that.
0: First Prestige, that's our baby.
1: Okay. <laughs> this is how
0: we're doing First Prestige right now.
1: Okay. Right? <laughs> First
0: Prestige (laughs) Yeah it's our baby So um, First Prestige First Prestige was First Prestige before Senior Life Mm -hmm. Um, We actually created First Prestige um, I think it was like in November 17 That was Mm -hmm. like right before we met you guys And we actually did like a launch party It was so cute
2: We had like all
0: the um, logos and everything We did a Mm -hmm. launch party for Joanne's birthday, I'm not going to say her age, all
2: right. for Joanne's birthday. <laughs>
0: um, we did like a lunch party, like, you know, and some of our friends are like, y'all selling insurance? And they're like, yeah, we're insurance agents. Like, mm-hmm. you know how we do everything all cute.
2: Right. <laughs> and um,
0: so like we're celebrating and we're doing all this. So I remember uh, her and I sitting down um, January 18th because mm-hmm. we came to Senior Life February 18th. Oh, wow. So January 18th. Um, we sat down and we did like a um, a year plan. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we broke it up in quarters. And the first thing was to find a final expense to do uh, telesales right. and to build a car center. Mm-hmm. Like, right? We did. <laughs> That's just, you know, how we yeah. thought of it. Because actually, um, with the previous company, um, we did a lot of. Uh, out of territory, like, you know, sales, and it's kind of unsafe for, you know, cute females.
1: Right. So it can be, I mean, working field sales can be tough on a woman whenever you go out there by yourself. Yes. There's a lot of things that you have to consider. Mm-hmm. And so, telesales for a lot of people is, uh, a lot of women especially, is considered a better route. Better route yeah.
0: in scheduling and also, you know, safety or whatever. So we were like, listen, we're going to do this call center situation. Let's find a company. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's when, um, Joanne did a lot of research. She's the researcher. I'm just pretty much the one that signs off on um, right, everything. <laughs> right,
1: right. That's kind of like me and Kent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he does jo- the legwork and I just sign yeah, off on it. Yeah, <laughs> jo- like, you know,
0: and, and that's the thing about it, too. Like, we, uh, they always say, like, we're yin and yang. Like, you right. know, I'm the... The organizer, and she's pretty much the chaos, but like, you know, it's, it's cute chaos. It's okay. like glitter and sparkles everywhere when okay. she sees something. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then I'm like, okay, no, we're just going to put one piece of construction paper on it, and this is what right. it's going to yeah, be. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> right. She's like,
0: okay, but well, just a little sprinkle of glitter. <laughs> right. so, um, so that's how First Prestige came about. Right. And then um, actually when we did find this amazing um, final expense opportunity, That's when we were like, okay, we're going to do this product, we're going to do this, and Mm -hmm. we're going to have our telesales office. So, you know, we got us an office and we did everything. So actually, coming into um, senior life, you know, we had to learn the game first, right? Mm -hmm. Because we both, she came from a call center background, but still sales, but not insurance sales. And then me, no sales experience at all. So we needed to do a good year of um, personal production pretty much. And, right. you know, trial and error. Yeah. We did. And, and I can say we actually did go through a lot of trial and error. And we both have our own paths of that trial and error. Like, you know, her situation is different from mine. right? You know, so it, it hit us different ways at different times, different waves. Sometimes I was doing well and, you know, back and forth. So, um... Now we're here. Like, you know, now right. we have arrived. Absolutely. Yeah, like um in the last what 2 3 months we have arrived. And um honestly that first month uh for me, like you know, my uh, in personal production was like a shocker cuz I'm like what happened? Like d- did I do that or whatever? <laughs> and right. then the next month I'm like, "Oh my gosh." Like, you know, I'm right. nervous and right. now now I'm uncomfortable again.
2: Wow. Right? right. Now I'm
0: back to that uncomfortable Space again because I'm like okay I know how to do insurance sales I've yeah. learned that right. and now I'm just chilling and now like you know it, it's it's kicked up a notch and everybody's calling like what y'all doing mm-hmm. how y'all did right. and then now we're like okay it's time to now build you know a team and a bunch of mini Kiki and Joanne's <laughs> right? right and so that's when we decided like hey let's let's go ahead and we're gonna push this first prestige. And and here we are. So, of course, we announced it um, actually to the Blake group yesterday, like in one of the um, breakout sessions. Okay. Yeah. And everybody was like,
2: Uh what? (laughs) y'all going to
0: combine on top of that. And we're like,
2: yeah, you know, we were
0: always together. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So now they got. Yeah. We got something going
1: on. There you go. We got
0: something going on for the future.
1: So we've talked about a number of things, just kind of what can we expect from not just First Prestige, but from from Kiki, the senior life agent, what can we expect in the future?
0: Oh, man. I'm scared of the future. I'm nervous. Like I said, like I'm now I'm totally uncomfortable again. Mm. And and I've learned with this business, a lot of people say it like if you're uncomfortable and you're nervous, that's good. Mm. You know, before we was taught if you're nervous and uncomfortable, that's like, you know, it's not good. Right. It's good, and I'm so scared of the future. Like I took me and her like we're like sisters, y'all. They even gave us the cutest room at um, (laughs) all, like twin beds, like cute little Barbie beds almost. (laughs) And like you know, we we land of it like the other night. We're talking. I'm like, yo, I'm scared. Me too. Like you know, (laughs) y'all should see us. It's a mess. But um, what you can expect? Um, of course. Uh. More great production, mm-hmm. um, taking on the leadership role definitely, and building an awesome first prestige team. Mm-hmm. A great like we know we have the the platform now, right. and now is nowhere but like we're going up. Everything is going up.
1: To be a leader, do you think you would have been able to do that without Mark and Doug?
0: Definitely not without no. them too. Doug is also um, amazing. He's with me. Um, like, you know, they they know, Mark and Doug, they know how to rub each one of us. Like, you know, mm. one, like, you know, they're like how your kids, how you right. deal with each one differently. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's how it is. And, um... Like, you know, sometimes, like, Doug a call, and I'm like, hello. Like, I oh, are you okay? Like, you know, he's always, like, cautious. Right. But, like, you know, it's just I, I love the way with each one of us, they care with us each way. And then they're great leaders. They're great mentors. Um, Doug is more... Firm than Mark, of okay. course.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: I get away with a lot of stuff with Mark.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please don't tell him.
1: <laughs> don't tell him. we yeah. <laughs> a podcast.
0: <laughs> I think I get away with more with Mark than Doug. Okay. And then, yeah, All I right. get away with. Uh, with let's just yeah. keep it. Let's just keep yeah, it let's there leave it like that. Before you get, but definitely I became. Um, a great leader because of their leadership and the way they lead um, our team. And you guys can see, like, we're a, like family. Like, we have Absolutely. so much fun together all the time. Yes. It, it's like, it's family and it's love, and it's crazy how. You can make so much money yeah. and ha- having this much fun. Have that
2: much fun, <laughs> right? And yeah. there's
0: like no guidelines, no right. limits. I'm like, right. is this really legal? Like,
2: <laughs> sometimes I question. Like,
0: we were just talking out in front of um one of the restaurants right. here that me and Joanne love actually, and we were sitting out there and I'm like, remember, we said like, this can't be legal because mm. like you know it's just so good, right? And it's so much fun, and you, you're just helping people, and that's um, one of the main goals for First Prestige is that um, we're leaders in our community, actually. Like, now, there's no way I can go to the gas station without somebody saying, oh, um, I've been wanting to contact you about getting some insurance, because, you know, we have, like, it's like a small town, just like here. And, um... You know, we're leaders in our neighborhoods, like, yeah. you know, in our churches. Right. And and that's the main thing. We're um, trying to take it back to the community, mm-hmm. take educate our community and take care of our communities. Absolutely. And um, continue to be leaders for our children, like, you know, family, everyone. And, you know, of course, all the family members are um, proud of us. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Um, I always try to give our guests a chance. If there's anything else you want to say, mention or anything before we get out of here and we wrap up.
0: Um, I just want to thank all of you guys. Like, y'all are like family. Like, every time we come here, it's like, you know how you come to the family house once a year, like, like for Thanksgiving? Yeah. (laughs) That's how it is, like, you know, when you come here. Like, when—that's how we feel. Like, you know, like, we're home. And you guys, um, we thank First Prestige. I know Dream Team and Blake Group. Mm. We all thank you, like, so much. Like, y'all take care of us every time, even— Miles away, like you know, all we have to do is get on the phone, and sometimes, like you know, I guess they see my call, like boss lady, this is you on the phone,
2: (laughs) right? (laughs) Like, you know, it's
0: like even calling and knowing exactly who you want to talk to,
2: yeah,
0: it's like we're like a huge family, and like we just thank you so much. And from First Prestige, we definitely thank you guys for the opportunity. For everything that you do, for pouring into us, for believing in us, definitely. Um, Uncle Mitch. Yes, shout out. Shout out to my favorite Uncle Mitch. Right. We was messing with him in the car, talking, like, you got so much swag. He's like, y'all, don't make me blood. Please don't like,
1: tell him that, because then he's going to repeat it, like, listen. all next week. <laughs> he got
0: so much sauce. We told him right. so much sauce.
1: Did you but, teach him what sauce was? Because I feel like Mitch might not have been yes, aware of what. we've been telling him in the car all day <laughs> yeah. today.
0: He got sauce, and he showed us some new clothes. Like, look, check out those pants. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you going to be But Uncle-, <laughs> Uncle Mitch is amazing, 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 yes. amazing. Absolutely. Definitely spending that week with him here at home office with him and with Kat. And you guys, oh, man, I I can go on forever. Definitely. Forever. Definitely. Like, Ken, you know, when I walk through the door, hey, Ken. And, like, you know him?
1: Yeah, I no, Ken. <laughs> that's, that's my cousin. Like, <laughs> I definitely see the resemblance.
0: Yeah. Contrella. <laughs> I, I don't want to even start calling out names. You know, Aileen. Everybody. Like We me. have, like,
1: 200 and something people that work yeah, here. It's like, it's <laughs> yeah, I can go from every
0: department, y'all. Please don't, don't. Fault me for names, but I, I we love you
2: all, definitely. and we
0: appreciate everything. This is an amazing opportunity, and I'm definitely trying to recruit more
2: mm-hmm.
0: in my community, actually in my family. Get my sisters on board, my daughters. Um, like, my mom, she loves you guys, too. She no. hear about it all the time.
2: <laughs> nice. My
0: kids sometimes, like, can we stop? Can you go one day without saying senior life? Can you go one day?
2: <laughs> like, I
0: can. This is a, this is a, I bleed senior life. Come on. There it is. But, yeah. There that's and And I just thank you definitely well
1: we appreciate you and we thank you you know whenever you guys came on board there was definitely a buzz in the building and everybody was excited really? about you joining and uh, just you know getting to know you a little bit more is definitely you are definitely a blessing and an amazing person mm-hmm. and everybody here greatly appreciates you thank you so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up this has been uh, the new episode of the all fired up podcast we have the amazing and beautiful kiki in the building and like we say every single time it is uh, senior life all, all your, your life, life.